Hello, this is Curtis Edwards, Vice President of Investor Relations at Hudson Investing. Are you ready to start building your multifamily portfolio? Kent and I are excited to announce our newest deal in Spartanburg, South Carolina. This 157-unit property offers a unique chance to acquire a B-class value-add property for just $120,000 per door. This is well below replacement costs. De-risking the deal even further is a favorable loan assumption with over six years remaining at 3.73% fixed. With 50 economic development projects underway and 70,000 jobs within a 20-minute drive, the South Carolina upstate region is primed for above-average job, population, and rent growth. Don't miss out on this exclusive deal. Find the link in the description notes to learn how you can invest. Yeah, I mean, there's a lust for land in this country that you're, you're probably not aware of. And there's billions of acres for sale, and there's no big money in our niche. So you're not going to go on HGTV with a DIY network and say, flip this land. Yeah. Right? The before pictures raw land. The after pictures raw <laughs> land. It's just boring. And so, and then there's no big money. You know, there's no hedge funds or private equity groups because to deploy a billion dollars in this niche, like you have to go after farmland. It's just too, the dollars are too small for those people. So we're in this really inefficient niche where we can really take advantage of these big margins. Welcome to Right Around Real Estate, the show about how to passively invest like a pro. On each episode, I interview real estate experts who give their top investing advice, strategies, and tools, and I break down their insights into practical steps to avoid the pitfalls and make better investments. I want to help you passively invest like a pro. This is Ritter on Real Estate, and I'm your host, Kent Ritter. Hello, fellow investors. Welcome to Ritter on Real Estate, where we teach you how to passively invest like a pro. Today, my guest is Mark Podolsky, and Mark is the author of Dirt Rich, the ultimate guide to helping you build a passive income. And he's the owner of Frontier Properties, a very reputable and successful land investing company. And he's been buying and selling land full-time since 2001, so 20 years. Wow. And by focusing on working smart and not hard, he's completed over 5,500 land deals with an average ROI of over 300% on cash flips and over 1,000% on the deals where he sells with financing terms. So Mark, welcome to the show today. Kent Ritter, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And, you know, this is a, a little bit of a different path uh, from the normal topic of the show, which, which is for the most part, multifamily investing. But I love to, to bring new ideas to the listeners. I mean, this isn't necessarily a new idea, but it's a new idea for me. And I was really intrigued by those, those ROI numbers. And so I wanted to want to learn more about it myself and, and want to expose our listeners to, to maybe another great investment opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's get into it. Let's do it. So, why don't you before we we dig into the nitty gritty, you know, tell us uh, your story. You know, how did you how did you get into land investing? Yeah, so we're, we're rewinding the tape now, twenty one years, and I'm a micromanaged, miserable investment banker specializing in mergers and acquisitions with private equity groups, and I had a forty five minute commute to work and back. I was micromanaged. It was terrible. And so, Kent, it wouldn't be like I got 
the Sunday blues, anticipating Monday coming around. I'd get the Friday blues, anticipating the weekend going by really fast and having <laughs> to be back at work on Monday. Mm-hmm. So my firm hires this guy, and he's telling me that as a side hustle, he's buying up raw land, pennies on the dollar. He's flipping them online, and he's making a 300% return on his investment. I'm looking at companies all day long. And a great company, great company, has 15% EBITDA margins or free cash flow. Average company is 10%. And I'm looking at companies all day long, less than 10%. So of course, I don't believe him. So we go to New Mexico together. I got three grand saved up for car repairs. I do exactly what he tells me to do. I buy 10 half acre parcels, an average price of $300 each. I flip them online. They all sell for an average price of $1,200 each. 300%, it worked. So I took all that money. I went to another auction where I live in Arizona. And again, it's 2000. There's no one in the room and I'm buying up lots and acreage for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I sell all that property and I made over $90,000 cash. So I go to my wife, I'm like, honey, I'm going to quit my job, become a full-time land investor. And she's pregnant. She's like, absolutely <laughs> not. I said, okay, okay. So it took about 18 months for the land investing income to exceed the investment banking income, then I quit. I've been doing it full-time ever since, and I absolutely love it. That's awesome. I, I love that story. I mean, it, it resonates with me on, on a lot of different levels. You know, understanding being that, that hardworking W-2 employee, right? Not, not feeling uh, fulfilled, feeling burnt out. I, I would imagine as an investment banker, you didn't get those, uh, you know, you got those Friday blues because you were probably working Saturday and Sunday too. Yeah. I mean, I was always working. It was. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know. well, well, so yeah. So I, I love the story. I love how you've turned this into something you were doing yourself. Now you've turned it into a business where you're helping others and you're teaching, you're coaching, you're doing all these things. I think that that's an awesome story. So why don't you, you know, for me who I, I am a newbie land investor, I have, I have never I've never bought land or, or well, I've, I've bought land, but I've never bought land just to, to speculate and, and to just try to flip and sell. So tell us a little bit about how, how does this work? Sure, sure. So Ken, where do you live? Indianapolis, Indiana. Indianapolis, Indiana. Go Hoosiers. I graduated uh, at IU. So hey, hey, me too. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> I, you know, I'm older than you. I was, I was there during the Bobby Knight years. Man, the, the golden years. Yeah. The golden years. I love it. Anyways. We could talk about Bloomington all day long. But uh, so you're in Indianapolis, and I'm going to assume that you own 10 acres of raw land in Texas, and you owe $200 in back taxes. So essentially, you're advertising two important things to me. Number one, you have no emotional attachment to that raw land. You're in Indiana, the property's in Texas. And number two, you're financially distressed in some weird way because we don't pay for things. We don't value them in the same way. You haven't paid your property taxes. As a result, the county treasurer keeps sending you notices saying, Kent, if you don't eventually pay off your property taxes, we're going to auction this property off to a tax lien or tax deed investor. So what I'll do is I'll look at the comparable sales on your 10-acre parcel, and I'm going to take the lowest comparable sale. I'm going to divide by four. That's going to get me what Warren Buffett would call a 300% margin of safety. And I'm going to send you an actual offer on your raw land. So let's say the lowest comp is 10 grand. I'm sending an offer for $2,500. Now for you, you accept it because $2,500 is better than nothing. Now in reality, three to 5% of people accept my quote unquote 
top dollar deal. Now, once you accept it, I have to go through due diligence or this in-depth research. I have to confirm you still own the property. I have to confirm that there has been no breaks in the chain of title. I have to make sure there's no liens or encumbrances. I want to make sure that there's something compelling about the property. Why would someone else want to buy it? I have this whole property checklist. Now, because it's $5,000 or less, I actually outsource it to my team in the Philippines. We pay about $11 for due diligence. They're connected to an American title company. I get the plat maps. I get the GIS maps. I get aerial maps. I might have somebody locally for 50 bucks go out there, shoot video, take pictures for me, stomp on the property. I'll have them download an app called What Three Words, which is a, a GPS coordinate app. So instead of the, the, the weird coordinates, it'll just be Kent.Ritter.Awesome would be the location. So in that way, I know if they're, if they're near the property or not, how far from the nearest Walmart, how far from services, what are the roads like, this whole thing. Once everything checks out, then I'll buy the property. So now I, I own your parcel for $2,500. Now I'm going to sell it 30 days or less, and I'm going to make a cash flow like a rental home. So the way that I'm going to do this is, number one, I have a built-in best buyer. Do you know who it is? It's the neighbors, the neighbors. So I'll send out neighbor letters saying, hey, here's your opportunity. Protect your privacy, expand your, your or protect your views, know your neighbor. Oftentimes, the neighbors will buy it. Now, if they pass, I'll go to my buyer's list. If my buyer's list passes, I'll go to a little website you may have never heard of. It's called Craigslist. It's the 10th most trafficked website in the United States. I go to a smaller one. I'm pretty sure you've heard of this one. It's called Facebook. I go to the, the marketplace and buy sell groups. And then I just go to the lands. I go to landmoto.com, landsofamerica.com, landandfarm.com, landflip.com, landhub.com. There's all these platforms where people buy and sell raw land. Zillow is a great place right now to market raw land. But what I want to do is I'll make it irresistible. So I'm going to say, look, for $2,500 down, you can own this 10 acres and then we're just going to make it a car payment. Let's say $249 a month and 9% interest for the next 84 months. So I want to get my money out on the down. I might go six to 10 months out, make it a car payment, $249 a month, 9% interest the next 84 months. So it's this one-time sale. I get this recurring income every single month for the next 84 months. No renters, no rehabs, no renovations, no rodents. And because I'm not dealing with the tenant, I'm exempt from Dodd-Frank, RESPA, and the SAFE Act, all this onerous real estate legislation. So the game we play is can we create enough of these land notes where our passive income now exceeds our fixed expenses and we're working because we want to, not because we have to. Yeah, absolutely. Now that, that sounds like a powerful tool. So you gave us you know, the overview, you're going through this. You know, How are you, when you think about identifying that land. So, so in the example that you gave, you know, I had the, the 10 acres in Texas, but when you're actually going out and saying, okay, I want to buy some land, how are you identifying that land in, in the first place? Right. So Kent, let's just be honest, right? No offense, but nobody wakes up and thinks to themselves, boy, I'd like some raw land in Indiana today, unless you <laughs> live in Indiana. Sure. Right. So we're going to focus on the sunshine states. We want Texas, Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, Nevada, Oregon, Washington, California, Florida. That being said, I've done deals in Tennessee. I've done deals in Arkansas and Missouri in you know, really gorgeous rural areas that are treed and you know, near lakes. 
But for the most part, I'm going to stick to the Southwest, a little bit Northwest, California, and Florida. And then I'm going to go to the counties where there is just an abundance of inexpensive raw land. So these are going to be the counties that are maybe two to three hours away from the nearest big city. And then I'm going to get those lists from the county. I'm going to have my team scrub those lists, get, you know, maybe by use code, let's say VL for vacant land. I'm going to do one more scrub by APN number or acreage. APN number is assessor's parcel number, like let's say like neighborhood. Because if I send somebody an offer of 40 acres is the same as five acres, well, that 40 acre person is going to send me back glitter in the mail. So I want to price it right. And then I'll send out my offers. Now, all this is automated with software that we use called lgpass.com. And we've, we've got an unbelievable deal of 65 cents for first class mail and no monthly fee for our mailings. And then we have our VA team that can go in. It's like a, you know, this customer relationship management system. So it, it follows the deal from offer to acceptance to due diligence to closing. You know, it used to take me 20 minutes of paperwork. Now it takes one second because it'll autofill out the land sale contract, the purchase sale agreement, and the promissory note. So that makes it much easier too. And then on the back end, we're going to automate it again with a set and forget it payment system to collect our monthly payments via ACH or checking account, uh, routing number, account number with a, a tool called geekpay.io. You know, so we're using leverage. Essentially, we want to use other people's time, software, and then we can talk about other people's money as well. Mm-hmm. And these products are products you've created? Correct. Correct. Gotcha. So I, I had to scratch my own itch. GeekPay started out as a spite store, if you ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, because I was using something else and they upset yeah. me. Like, That's it. I can do it better. <laughs> <laughs> so you've so you've created these systems essentially you're leveraging VAs leveraging software these tools that you've created and now you've got this into a process where you can just churn these deals I mean, and how many land deals are you doing in you know what, whatever time frame you you define our, our goal is we're going to do a deal a day so we want to buy every day we want to sell every day now if we can't do that then that's okay. But typically we, we want to do over 200 deals a year, wow. but the goal is over 300. Wow. That's impressive. That's impressive. So your so we've talked through this, you know, the land you're looking for, how you're identifying it. And then this process of, of selling now, how, how, how often is it that you're getting folks, uh, you know, you, you mentioned the neighbors or others. I mean, is how often is it that, that you're getting folks signed up on these, these programs and this financing? Is that, is that really kind of the, the crux of the process is getting these financing contracts in place? Yeah. I mean, there's a lust for land in this country that you're, you're probably not aware of. And there's billions of acres for sale and there's no big money in our niche. So you're not going to go on HGTV with a DIY network and say, flip this land. Yeah. Right? The before picture is raw land. The after picture is raw <laughs> land. It's just yeah. boring. And so, and then there's no big money, you know, there's no hedge funds or private equity groups because to deploy a billion dollars in this niche, like you have to go after farmland. It's just too, the dollars are too small for those people. So we're in this really inefficient niche where we can really take advantage of these big margins and everyone's happy down the value chain. So when we buy the property, our seller's happy. It was like a garage sale item to them. They weren't using it. And then pay, they're resenting the property taxes. So we help them and they can get that capital, deploy it somewhere more productive for them. Then, because they weren't paying the property taxes, 
the county's happy now they get better schools, better roads, better services because we got somebody else in there paying the property taxes. And then, of course, the new person, the new buyer, has an asset that lasts forever. They don't have to maintain, they don't have to protect, nothing physical, and they can use it recreationally. It's a great legacy investment. Lots of times, people that don't like people like to go out there, camp, hunt, fish, whatever. So it's it's just an interesting niche. Yeah, and it's interesting. Yeah, I guess what I had assumed as we start this discussion is a lot of this land would be kind of prime for development. Uh, but it sounds like a lot of the land is, is really not. It's, it's really more recreational or it's the neighbor protecting, like you said, their views or something else. Right. Uh, so is that the case? That is. So, you know, that if you entitle a piece of land and you would get shovel ready for developer, that's a, a very risky process. Oftentimes it doesn't get approved and you'll have to put hundreds of thousands of dollars in for infrastructure or whatever it is. So it's a very high risk high reward proposition to do that. I'd rather just do what I'm doing, buy an asset 25, 30 cents on the dollar and sell it at 80, 90 cents on the dollar. Mm-hmm. And what, what's the average size of a deal that you're doing? Dollar wise, what do you? Oh, dollar wise, I'd say our average deal is probably, for me, it's probably a little lot larger because I have to deploy more capital. So me personally, it's probably about $10,000. But our average client is around twenty five hundred. Gotcha. So gotcha. not big, you know, not big money. So you know, for people in multifamily, I had a, I do these boot camps. I had a guy who ran a, a billion dollar hedge fund in multifamily in New York, and I was telling him we pay eleven dollars for due diligence. He's like, Mark, I pay a million dollars in due <laughs> diligence on my buildings. He's like, this this is just crazy to me, but it is an, a, a great gateway drug to doing these bigger deals. And building up your your cash reserves and and getting you know experience in 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 real estate. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a fantastic. It's a low entry point, right? Relatively low entry point. It sounds like a great way for folks to do just like you did, you know, build up income to be able to leave uh, their W two if they're unsatisfied. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, really cool. So tell me a little bit about uh, the programs that you've developed because you're, you're actually helping people through this process now, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, let's face it. You know, after I've been doing something for, for 10, 12 years, nobody ever called me and said, Mark, that land investment changed my life. They liked the land, but it didn't really change the trajectory of someone's life where, you know, I have people almost on a weekly basis saying, hey, Mark, this has literally tra- changed my life. My spouse was able to quit her job. Uh, we were able to replace our income. I was able to quit my job. Monday and Saturday are the same day for me. And so really to be able to help people solve their two problems in life, n- their money problem and their time problem, is, is really the most gratifying thing I've, I've ever done because at the end of our lives, like what's the most important thing? It's, it's our relationships. And if you're just constantly hustling and trying to make money, you don't have the time or energy to even deepen those relationships. So to have that time to do that is, is a great gift. And um, so I, I love helping people do that. Yeah. So how do you help people do that? So tell me a little bit more about you know, the, the program that you run. Right. So you know we have everything from free courses all the way to one-on-one coaching. So we always say, look, start with free and see if this even resonates with you. So I've got a course that's 
thelandgeek.com forward slash quick deals. And you're, it's usually 97 bucks, but your, your listeners can listen or can get it for free. And it teaches them how to just wholetail a deal. So it, it really simplifies the buying and selling and allows them to double their money in three days or less. And then once they get a taste of it, then maybe they'll go on into a do-it-yourself course, which we have, a group training course called Flight School, and which would then would lead to one-on-one coaching. So it's very simple, but we're really cocky about our teaching. So we say, look, if you invest in this, we've got skin in the game too. We guarantee you're going to make back your investment 180 days or less. Just show us your work. So if you're actually doing it and it doesn't work for you, then we've got skin in the game too. So I'm really proud of that because no one does that. Gotcha. No, no. I mean, that's a really interesting model and clearly you, uh, you stand behind it. So, so that, that's interesting. That's really cool to hear. So we talked about, talked about the process a little bit. Sounds like there's, I mean, it sounds like great upside, right? But there, there's got to be things that folks need to, need to look out for, right? What are some of those red flags that, that you can give our listeners a heads up to? So in due diligence, there's a little thing called a super fun site. So now I don't buy in New Jersey or Pennsylvania, but if you were buying in those areas, or even if you're just starting, you don't want to buy somebody else's environmental problem because then it's your problem. So you have to go to epa.gov to see where those super fun sites are located. But I'd say that the biggest newbie mistake that we see people make is got to have landitis, right? And they end up overpaying. That's really where the issue is. I can tell you a story when I first started and it kind of illustrates how weird this niche is. So I'm in Las Vegas, New Mexico. I don't know if you've ever been there. And I'm looking at this land with my buddy and I'm telling you, this, this stuff looked like Chernobyl. It was some of the ugliest raw land I've ever seen. And we could buy like five acres for 50 bucks over the counter. It had already gone to auction. And the county couldn't even sell it. And my buddy's like, well, for 50 bucks, right? What's, maybe we'll make, we can sell it for 100 bucks and, and double our money. I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll tell you what's going to happen. You buy this property. Someone goes out there and looks at it. You're going to get a refund. And not only that, you're going to get a lawsuit. It's the worst land I've ever seen. He's like, well, you, you sure you don't want to split this? I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to split it. You buy all, all of it. Good luck with that. So he buys it. Next week, sends me an email showing me the sale. The next course I reply, refund. Again, another sale. And I reply, refund slash lawsuit. He sold out of all of it. He made a hundred grand. Guess how many refunds he had? I'm going to say zero. He had zero. So what, what did people want the land for? Man, I learned a very, very relatively inexpensive lesson, a $50,000 lesson. I am not the buyer. There's yeah. a pig for every barn. I have no <laughs> idea what they were going to do with that land. And so today I'm not, it's, I'm not the buyer. Yeah. So people want raw land for their own reasons. And if they can afford it, they like the asset. What I like to do is I have a, a 90 day additional due diligence guarantee. So if someone does buy it from me sight unseen, I tell them, go out, make sure you love it. And then we have a 365-day exchange guarantee if they can't make it out in 90 days. But I'd say in the last 20 years, I bet I've done 20 refunds. Gotcha. So you're at, you will actually refund if the people oh, get yeah, out there yeah. and they say, oh, this is a, 
this is a piece of junk. I don't want this land. Yeah. I mean, in real estate, especially, you know, in bigger deals, it's not a matter of if you'll be sued. It's a matter of when. And it's just part of real estate. In my niche, knock on wood, you know, if somebody's unhappy, we just refund them. This is real money. <laughs> it's interesting, man. It's, uh, it's, just, it's such a different... Uh... Just such a different approach from kind of what I'm used to, but I mean, it sounds like there's some serious money to be made in this niche. So it's definitely intriguing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, once you get to say 10, 15, 20,000 a month passive, you know. Yeah, enough said, it, right? It, 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 you know, it moves the needle. You know, it, it starts off as gas money and then moves on to, you know, maybe vacation money and then car money and then, you know, mortgage money. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're like, do we want to keep working or not? So it's it slowly builds. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a it's a very active process, right? It sounds like. In some ways you've got to have that passion for it, right? You've got to have an interest. You've got to be willing to dig in and really learn. Right. It sounds like you've got great courses available. You still gotta be digging and learn. So it's definitely not a passive approach. But you know, I mean it's simple, but it ain't easy. Yeah. Nothing worth doing is. But right. this, this, even though it's a simpler model in real estate, just like anything else, it ain't easy. But it does sound like you can, through these financing contracts, create passive income on the other side. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, yeah, 100%. And then if you wanted to self-finance, you could, let's say you create a $100,000 note portfolio. Well, you could sell it to me like an, as an investor for 50000 for 12 months, right? So you get your capital out plus some. You redeploy it into other deals. And then in 12 months, you get another bite of the apple. You get that passive income back. So a lot of people will leverage their own note portfolio to do that. Or even to get into bigger deals, you say you find a multifamily deal, you sell off a portion of your, your note portfolio, you use that for a down on a multifamily deal, or, or you know maybe you're co-investing with your, your investors and there you go. So again, it's a really great gateway drug. Yeah, that's really interesting. So you you take this, you're, you're able to bundle these together in a portfolio, these notes, sell them to a note investor. All of a sudden, you've got yeah the down payment for for something that maybe could be could be truly passive. Could be you know if you, whether you want to buy rentals, multifamily, you know whatever that can be. So yeah, I could see how this is a a great entry point and, and something that the typical entry points I hear are you know, start wholesaling or, or, or some, something like that, right? It's probably the most common one. But I think this is a really interesting niche and kind of alternative approach to, to get into the game. No, absolutely. I won't name names, but some of the biggest wholesalers that have had me on their podcast start getting into land investing. They go through, our, <laughs> they go through flight school. And yeah. they, just, they, they just send their team. They, they love it. Yeah, like, this, yeah. This is great. Well, I, I think there's probably, there's probably a lot of complimentary, complimentary processes and things, you know, related yeah. to the two. Well, very cool. So what else do we need to know about land investing? It's one of those niches that, again, it's not passive. It is a business. And we, we look at it like a business. But once you've built the infrastructure, you use the software, use inexpensive virtual assistants, use other people's money. You know, I work about 30 minutes a week in frontier properties. So I'm just looking at numbers. You know, how many offers did we make? How many deals are pending? And how many deals did we close? And as long as those numbers are trending up, I'm happy. The worst thing that you can have is being a team member of mine is getting a Vox after I've had maybe a cup of coffee, right? And I'm like, and then I'm breaking something. Like, hey, what, have you thought of this? Have we thought of that? And they've got this perfectly working system and then I'm breaking it. 
So really as a CEO, I'm really thinking about systems and other ancillary ways to increase revenue. Yeah, yeah, really interesting. So before I let you go, Mark, uh, we want to get into our, our keys to success. I got some questions I'd love to ask you. First one is, what is the one question that every investor should be asking their, their deal sponsor? I mean, I know that you've got a, a program where you're allowing other people to invest with you. So, so if people wanted to do this from in a, in a in a more passive way, I mean, what should they be asking you? How do you have skin in the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, great. That, that's really the, the I think you really want to know is, is yeah, you know, track record's really important. How do you have skin in the game? What's the worst case scenario? I'd want to know those things for sure. Yeah, absolutely. What are you most proud of in your career? How I was profitable in 2010, 2011, 2012. I really didn't get hurt until 2010. And I write about it in Dirt Rich, what happened. So the company was still profitable, but I had lost half my income. Like just like the, the note portfolio, 50% of the notes went away. Like people were calling me like, Mark, it's between paying them off my land or food and food wins. But I'm really proud of the fact that I wasn't over leveraged. And as you know, my friends who had bigger houses and bigger cars than me had to go get day jobs or do something else. I survived during that time and, and learned invaluable lessons. And we could even argue that today asset prices are high and we might be you know, in another kind of bubble, but maybe not. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. I just feel like we're due like in a 10 year real estate cycle. When is this, when are asset prices going to adjust? Yeah. So, so you've seen the same price inflation in land that, that we've seen in other assets like multifamily and other things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I used to be paying, you know, $3,200 for, for a lot. Now I'm paying $4,500 for, and you know, I was selling it for 12,000. Now I'm selling it for 16,000. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Which book should everybody be reading? I'm a huge reader. I love books. So to say what book should everybody be reading is, is a tough one. I would say that the, the two books combined that I think can really move the needle in someone's life is The One Thing by Gary Keller combined with The 12-Week Year by Brian Moran. If you get those two concepts down, you'll be pretty unstoppable. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate those books. And then what, do you, what is your number one key to success? I'm a long-term meditator. And I think the fact that being aware of my thoughts, my feelings, and not being so attached to them allows me to go through my day in any, whether it's a good day or a bad day, I don't have to judge it. It's, I can just go kind of go through it joyfully. And it, t- it takes a long time to get there where you have a, just enough mindfulness to even recognize it. But once you do, it's the greatest thing ever because your day's never ruined by something external. Yeah. No, I, I'm a meditator as well. I, it's a part of my morning practice. I think it's uh, added, added tremendous value to my life. It's almost like a superpower. I think when you, you know, when you think about, like you said, that, that ability just to be present and, and not be impacted by, by external external things, whatever they are, right. And be able to stay, stay level and stay in the moment. And I think you make better decisions, right. You maintain better relationships because you don't, you don't act rashly, right. You're able to kind of think through those things. Right. Yeah. You're not reactive. You know, yeah, not reactive. Right. Like you're, you realize like there is no you, 
essentially. Like you're, it's, you know, not to get too woo-woo, right? But like it's, it's just the story of this identity you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. But there's really no you in, in, the, in that sense, right? In, in yeah. the same way of like if, if I said you're a hippopotamus, you wouldn't get mad at me because it's just crazy. <laughs> but so you just don't take anything personally anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. I think, I think the, the ability to not be reactive, I think that yeah. that's huge. Absolutely. Well, awesome, Mark. So if folks want to learn more about, about the land geek and what you're doing and, and how to make a, a 300% ROI, then how can they reach out to you? I said the best place to start is thelandgeek.com. Again, they can get the course, thelandgeek.com forward slash quick deals for free. I think that's a great place to start, but I think the best way to learn is by doing it. So start making some offers. Awesome. Awesome, Mark. Well, no, that's, uh, that is fantastic advice. Just get out and start doing it. And, and that's how you'll get in and learn. So thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you giving us, you know, kind of a high level course in land investing. It, it's a niche that, that I didn't really know about and definitely going to check more, check more into. So I'm going to check out that, that course that you offered and, uh, you know, see, see if we can't start, start flipping some land deals. Yeah, you'll love it. It's addicting. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on and uh, have a great rest of the day. Thanks, Kent. You too. Thanks for listening to another great episode of Ritter on Real Estate. Hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss out on the content that will make you a better investor. Also, visit KentRitter.com for articles, videos, and tools curated just for passive investors. Until next time, this is Kent Ritter with Ritter on Real Estate. Now go out and invest like a pro.